Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode I sit down with up-and-coming model Eric Anderson. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. All right, and everybody, welcome to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I am your host, Zach Miko. I hope everybody's doing great. I'm doing great. It's been a good week. Um, I've been traveling all over the world. Uh, Not even the world, the Caribbean. Well, the tropical areas, let's say that. Got a nice, healthy sunburn. I wish it was a tan, but sadly, I do not tan. But no... For those of you who are following along on Instagram, I went and did a shoot in Anguilla with Swimsuits for All, hanging out with Ashley Graham, Tara Lynn, Supermodel Emmy, uh, Sherry Shepard, Julie Henderson, Michelle Vidal, uh, Kelvin from Notoriously Dapper, uh, Bruce Sturgill from Chubster, and this guy I just met who's an awesome model with Bridge named Najee Fox. It was an awesome... It was the most inclusive and cool experience I ever had shooting, so it was a blast. And then I I got to shoot with my dad, guys. Uh, Then went to Miami for King Size, and my dad is going to be in a shoot. So, guys, we're going to be on the cover of King Size in uh, June. Yeah, June is when Father's Day is. So you're going to see the one and only Tom Miko modeling. It's been a good week. But in addition to being a good week, we got a great episode coming up for you guys. Uh, I sit down, so I'm starting this new series that I'm going to do. I don't know how regular it'll be. I don't know, uh, you know, how often and all that stuff. But there's one of the things I love about the big and tall modeling world is it's so brand new. And there's so many new players on the scene. And it's awesome. So we're going to start doing a segment where I'm going to highlight some of the up-and-coming young bronze slash big and tall slash plus size slash whatever you want to call them models coming up so i sit down with one of those models eric anderson today eric anderson uh, has been working with doing some target stuff doing some cold stuff he's with state management and and he's one of the up-and-comers in the scene so we have a great talk about who he is and some great advice for getting into modeling and just making your career go even farther forward, quicker, you know, some advice for you up-and-comers, um, and we're going to do that, you know, a couple different times this year, so it's going to be fun, but I want to take a minute and tell you guys about an awesome new Women's Plus line coming out called Ori. Uh, they're in size-inclusive. I, this is something I also like to do is anytime I see a really cool brand, I'd love to talk about them because, you know, we're all people who need clothes, and for way too long, there were no clothes for us bigger folks, and now there's some amazing fashion-forward brands coming out. One of them is Ori, O-R-I. Uh, they're in size-inclusive brand that just launched their Indiegogo campaign this past weekend. They do contemporary sizes, uh, contemporary types of apparel in sizes from a 10 to a 32. It's an all-female team based out of Venice, California. 
their new line is crafted with incredible fabrics, super soft cotton and French terry. I mean, they're comfortable. That's all you got to know. Um, but one of the things that's really, really cool is besides being fashion forward, um, they made sure it is technically designed for the bigger body, whereas most a lot of plus-size clothing is they use regular like size 2 and 4 sample forms, and they grade it up from there, leading to not the best fit. But they use their sample size as an 18 and grade it from them, making it a much, much better fit for all of us folks out there. Um, anyway, so again... To donate to their Indiegogo campaign and shop their early bird special, please go to oristyle, O-R-A dot style, slash go-go, and go check out their Instagram so you can look at their clothes and, and see their mission, and they're a great brand that I think is going to be awesome. They serve sizes 10 to 32. Again, uh, their Instagram is wearori, W-E-A-R-O-R-I. Go check them out. Um, maybe one day they'll do men's clothes, but in the, (laughs) that'll be great. But in the meantime, we're going to keep supporting them because they're an awesome body positive brand and they're pretty badass. So they're definitely one to watch. And speaking of one to watch, let's get back to my series on up and coming models in the big and tall slash plus industry. And without further ado... My interview with Eric Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here with model Eric Anderson. Hello, everyone. What's going on, buddy? Ain't much, man. Ain't much. Just living life. Just doing what I got to do. That's always good. It has a a beautiful um, leopard print shirt on. (laughs) I do. I actually got this from Fashion Nova, so it's like I had to... What's... Okay. I'm I'm so out of the loop (laughs) with what Fashion Nova is yeah. <laughs> i think i mean it's because i know because I, I see um like like female models post about it all the time and just recently i've seen like a lot of guys yeah. post about fashion Nova. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's it's super affordable so i mean and it's like it's trendy it's urban totally so i mean it's it's easy to get your hands on too and it's it's not bad clothing so i mean cool that's yeah, good yeah, yeah. that was not an advertisement that it, is a totally. question that i am asking totally <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Cool. Let's start at the beginning. You've been a huge up and comer in the brawn big and tall plus. I don't know. We'll settle on a name one day. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's been it's been pretty surreal. Um, I've always had a passion for uh, modeling and doing all of that. Um, But my passion really lied in music at first Uh because I've always wanted to be a singer. I mean, I have like a microphone tattoo here there. Hell yeah. And uh, um, I've always just had an eye for like fashion and just things like that. The art intrigued me and it totally pulled me in totally well, let's start at the beginning where are you yeah. from well i'm from brooklyn williamsburg oh uh, nice yeah, yeah yeah i was born in Staten island uh, cool but six months we moved out there into uh williamsburg and i've been there all my life um I've so seen you've seen it change. Uh, blow up oh my god i know it's, it's a weird it's it, a weird place for those of you who aren't from new york williamsburg was really chill i yeah. mean it's always been chill but yeah. it's like it was a lot of 
you know, it was like very multicultural and a lot of like Hasidics lived yeah. there and everything was super just like old New York chill. Very. And in the last like 10 years, it has blown up it in like has, the hipster world. It's like the new Soho in Greenwich Village. It's yeah. Like boutiques, bars everywhere. So expensive everywhere. too. It's so expensive. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> oh my God. It drives me crazy. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's been a really good place for me. You know, it's not a lot of trouble out there. No. So it's a lot of opportunities as well, you know, brand new jobs opening up everywhere. Like, so if you ever need a job, like there's a, I know there's a new, there's going to be a right new there. shop or, or yeah. restaurant <laughs> within three feet of you. Yeah. If you're in Williamsburg, do you have any brothers or sisters or anything? I do. I actually have two older brothers. Okay, nice. Um, yeah. So I am the baby in my family, but I am also the tallest. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah. So I range at six. That was my, that's my dad. My dad's six, six and he's the, ta- the same thing. He's six, the youngest six? and the biggest. Oh, man. I'm the oldest and the biggest. We switched it up. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, my oldest is actually the shortest. Oh, Oh, okay. So yeah, um, they've always. When I was younger, I mean, they always knew that I was gonna be taller. Yeah. Um, but they was like, "Yeah, Eric's gonna be tall." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not gonna be taller." Everybody's like towering over me. And as soon as I hit like 12, 13, it was just like, yeah, shot right oh, up. Oh, that's the, when it happens. As soon as puberty kicks in, oh, you man. just start flying it's up like in I height. Woke up and I was six feet tall. I know. Did you get growing pains and stuff like that? Um, not that I can remember. Not, not, not I remember really. my legs hurting all the time. Yeah. That's all I remember. I don't really know if it was like growing pains. It just like it was like a just, dull ache in my yeah. legs at all times. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that. Yeah, no. You no. had you drank more milk than I did. Probably. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh my god. So do you go to school in Williamsburg? Um, I did. I went to elementary school and high school. Cool. Um, yeah. So I went to PS16. That was like right down the block from where I lived. That school was amazing. All my friends were there. And uh, then junior high school was also, everything was like in the same vicinity. It was like, it was right there. I didn't yeah. have to take too much transportation. I could just walk down the block. It's such a school. New York thing. Yeah, it's like really know? staying in your neighborhood. <laughs> people tell me all the time, like, they're like, oh, have you seen, like, you know, I've lived in New York for 10 years. And people are always asking me, like, oh, did you go to this place? I was like, no. <laughs> and they're like, you live in New York. And I'm like, I yeah, I have, like, a 10-block radius Seriously. that I kind of chill Seriously. in. Seriously, <laughs> that's how it is. That's definitely how it is. Because they ask me, too, like, oh, you've ever been to this place? I'm like, no, I've never been there before. I'm like, I know. what do you mean? Like, you've lived here all your life. I'm like, yeah, I know. But I know. There's a lot of places that I was like, I really many. need to get out to. It's way too many. It's a big city, man. It is. It is. It's I would a- never leave it. No, I really don't want to. Like, I feel like, uh, I mean, you know, everything's getting so expensive. So it's always that like little, mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. should. Uh, every now and then you see how much like, you know, houses and apartments cost anywhere else yeah. other than here. I know. It's and you're like just like, oh, I could totally do that. <laughs> I know. But my thing is like, you know, being a New Yorker, we get like too spoiled. I was like, there's nothing I That's cannot do at any second that That's I want. I don't have, you don't have to wait for anything. No. I have like 200 plus restaurants delivered to my house. Like <laughs> I can have anything like. I know how it is. And then it's like, you know, I go to visit my in-laws in Georgia and I'm like, oh, let's order pizza. And they're like, well, you can go get pizza yeah. at this one place. They don't really deliver. Yeah, and I was like, like three, oh. three miles away. It's no, like, exactly. It's like, oh, maybe you got to walk to the store. I'm like, how, how far? It's like, oh, it's just like maybe an hour. I'm like, oh, oh, you don't walk in rural <laughs> you Georgia. You walk. can't. I walked up to the gas station once, like near my mother-in-law's house, yeah. which turned out to be like well over a mile away, but like I'd only ever come <laughs> on cars. Like, you know, not a terribly long walk, yeah. but 
You look like a. That's another thing. When you walk in places that aren't major cities, you look like a crazy person. You do. Everyone's just you like you, they see you on the side of the road, and it's like, oh, there's something wrong with that guy. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm just trying to get oh <laughs> from God. point A to point B. That's oh all I'm my doing. God, that's hilarious. That is so funny. Oh man. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about how how, the, how did modeling even start? Because I mean, we know this whole thing started blowing up, like the whole men's uh, plus big and tall brawn, whatever we call it. Yeah, didn't really start until like three or four years ago. Yeah, is like when everything started to kind of go on the uprise, and I really feel it's like only been like the last year yeah. where brands are like. Okay, this yeah, isn't yeah. a fad. We'll start booking exactly. guys. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's actually a pretty funny story. So I work at Dwayne Reed. And mm -hmm. um, so I was, uh, we were doing a shipment one day. And this was about a, like, maybe like a year ago. Okay. And um, so yeah, I'm just working, packing out in the aisles and everything. And uh, uh, Rudy comes up to me. This is the guy from, uh, I believe he's the owner of uh, Good Counsel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he comes up to me and he, well, first he doesn't come up to me. He just stares at me for a while for like 45 minutes inside my store. And I'm like, uh, do you need any help with anything? He's like, no, 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 I'm okay, I'm okay. I was like, all right, cool, no problem. I was like, just let me know if you need any help with anything. <laughs> and so he just continues to walk up and down the aisles and he's just like staring at me. And I'm like, okay. So he finally comes up to me. He's You're like, like, this guy's either picking me up or yeah, he's gonna stab me. One of the two gonna happen, going So down. I'm just preparing myself. Um, so yeah, he just comes up to me and he goes, have you ever done any modeling before? And I was like, it sounded like a scam at first. Oh, it always does. There's you no know? way to, to approach <laughs> someone about modeling and not yeah. sound ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty sketchy. And I was like, um, I was like, have you looked at me? I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't no, I know. You know. I haven't done any modeling before. I was like, I was always interested in it. He was like, yeah, I'm starting a, a luxury big and tall brand. And, um, he was like, I think you would be a really good fit. You should come by the office. We'll take some shots. And, that, of course, that sounded a little sketchy as well. It always does. There's no but, not sketchy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he showed me his website. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, we're going to be launching pretty soon. And I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it out. Um, and, like, a few months later, he hit me up. He was like, Eric, you want to come down to the office? We want to take a couple of shots of you. And ever since then, that's when it just... Smooth that was your first one was that good was counsel? My, yeah, good counsel was my first ever awesome. uh, photo they're, shoot. They're a good fun one. They are. They to be are, a part of. They're they're a blast. They're they make so great friendly. stuff. They, they make really do. great stuff. They really do. I didn't want to take off the clothes. Yeah. I was like, can I just take this with me? I and know. I was like, just please, please, can I take this with me? But yeah, it was it was a really good experience. Like I had a blast and it just it just made me want to do more with mm -hmm. it. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give up. They were like, oh, you should totally get signed and like you should totally do it. They gave me the confidence to actually do it. So, this um, is the good council people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were, they, were, they were so supportive of me too. Like when I really felt like I couldn't do it just because of my size and my height. And well, I mean, there was no market for yeah, us for so, so long. It was, it was really, it was, I don't know. It was, it was intimidating at first. Yeah, you know, but once they got me in front of the camera, like I just felt like I was at home. What was the first shoot like? Was it like the first um, shoot? Were they doing like ecom or was it more like ad stuff? No, it was more like ad stuff trying okay, to like, promote their uh, their brand. That makes a little more sense. E ecom is like the bread and butter in yeah, the industry, yeah, but it's yeah. also the weirdest it thing is, to do in the is. industry. It is. And it's just nonstop. Oh man, it, that's hectic. It is. It I. Is I <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I love every part of modeling, but out of my all my favorite things, e-com is definitely my least favorite thing to do. I hear you. I it's kind of like you. takes the, I don't want to say takes the creativity out of it, but it does. You're basically just a mannequin yeah, when you're doing that. So you're not really modeling. You're sort of just like exactly. holding your breath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. No, know. it definitely is. It's, 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 a, it's a process, but I mean, I would do it every day if I had to. Yeah. Oh, no. And you will. Don't worry. You'll definitely have to. (laughs) I'm trying to be like you when I grow up, Zach. Oh, thank you. Well, no, this industry is growing so quickly. I mean, it's, I mean, what was it? Yeah. Three or four years ago, this did not exist at all. It wasn't a thing. And then even when it first started happening, it was kind of like, oh, there's a couple people. We're doing a little things here or there. And we were like, almost more like curiosities than anything else. Yeah. And then you know, more and more brands started using bigger guys and started seeing the results from using, hey, let's actually, we're selling big guy clothing specifically. Why don't we use a bigger guy to do it instead of like, you know, this dude with a 30 inch waist and a six pack. He looks great, but like (laughs) the way a shirt hangs on that guy is definitely not what it's going to look like on me. Oh yeah. I can tell you that much. Oh yeah. (laughs) I I definitely know how that is. I'm like, oh my God, this shirt looks so good. And then I get it and it's like, it's not the same. Did everything, um, like when you did your first shoot, was everything like fitting correct and whatnot? Um, the first shoot, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the first shoot, everything seemed to be fit. I mean, the, the shoes were a problem. Always. Shoes you are know, always shoes a problem were, with big guys. Like, they would have like these size 16s sitting there, and I'm like, I'm a 13, and so I'll be walking around feeling Oh, like well, you have the stuff. opposite of what <laughs> most people have. Usually it's me because I wear a 13, yeah. and usually it's like, we got an 11, and I'm oh, like, we'll see what happens. Oh, man. That sorts, and my feet are not the best feet in the world. Yeah, you know, so like I like I'll put on a small shoe and I'll just feel like I'm dying. Oh, it's terrible! I'm like I can't. I, can't I know walk. it's my it's my one glimpse of like girls that have to wear high heels everywhere of yeah. how they kind of feel. I know right? it's nowhere near as bad, <laughs> but like that's the only equivalent I have. I've looked for heels, I can't find them. So you know, oh, this, is, this is all I get. Just that's all I have to shoes. compare it to. Yeah, just put on a pair of tight shoes and you can compare it. It'll exactly. Just like that. Exactly. No, I remember on my first shoot, nothing fit. Really? Like nothing. Because they never had, you know, a bigger guy before. When yeah. I say nothing, I mean like I think out of everything, I think there was one correct size pair of pants and then the rest like there was one like size forty or forty two or something like that. Yeah. And then the rest of them. We're all like 32. Oh, man. Like Someone wrote down 42, and they're like, ah, they made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they just sent in all these 32s. Oh my and God. then all of the T-shirts were um, mediums, Ooh. which I haven't been a medium. I don't know. I think I was eight last time I wore a medium anything. Yeah, yeah. And I was an eight-year-old boy wearing medium men's. So, like, <laughs> so, like, so oh, it's, it's back and forth. It's funny, like, the struggles with like the beginning of it everyone's gotten way better than when i first started but when yeah. i when i first started it was like this since you know big and tall modeling was it used to be that the guys who did the big and tall were the guys who were straight models and like just are now older they're older and a little less tight other yeah. than that they're all still in great yeah, shape yeah. like I work with Chris Collins all the time and, you know, he's in his 40s now, but, you know, he was the face of polo all through his 20s. So it's like, it's really funny to see the difference. But he was also still always kind of muscular. We kind of went through like this phase in the 90s or like late 90s, early 2000s where all the male models got way smaller. Yeah. Because it used to be a little more 
a little more muscular. You know, still guys like yeah, with six packs and stuff, but bones. more muscly. And then the super svelte, yeah. kind of heroin cheeky yeah, kind of yeah, look. Yeah. Got it was the skinny it. jeans. It was the skinny jeans. It was, but I wear skinny jeans now. I do I too. Like, I, I, love I love them. them. I love them. They have to have some stretch in them. If no stretch. Oh, I can't, all I can't stretch. Do. God, there there <laughs> are. Stretch jeans have changed the way yeah. I live. Yeah. Because I used to always have to wear like baggy stuff all the time. And then I found something with like 3% spandex. And I was yeah, like, right? this is the best <laughs> I've ever worn. Oh, man. Like they totally fit. They I totally know. fit. I don't know. Exactly. So how long have you... So so when was that? How, how many years ago? Or was it a year ago? I believe it was about a year ago. A little... Probably a little more than a year ago when that uh, first started for me. Um, it started off pretty slow. Oh, it always does. Yeah, so I was getting a little impatient here and there and getting a little Dude, when I was doing, um, when I was like blowing up on the internet, when I like just got signed to IMG, yeah. and I was like, I had my little like viral moment yeah, where everything yeah. was going crazy and I was doing all these news articles and going on TV and doing all this stuff. While that was blowing up, I had no fucking jobs at oh, all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing press. They'd be like, what's next? And I'm like, hmm, fucking no. I got nothing. I had my normal, you know, once a month e-com gig at Target, yeah, which, yeah. Paid, which didn't pay anything. And then I like, I worked with the King Size, I think, once. But other than that, I was like, no, I'm still, they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I, I'm still bartending. I need, yeah. I need to make money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how, that's how it's going for me right now, too. Um, things are moving a little slow, but they are starting to pick up a little bit. You yeah. Know, I still need my actual current job. Dude, it's it, that the hardest transition is knowing when to leave yeah. your job. Yeah. I fucked up. I left too early. <laughs> I like, you? oh yeah, I was, it, it was not a good situation. Oh, I'm very lucky that my wife's an amazing person. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, Hey, I done, I done fucked up. You're going to have to pay some <laughs> bills for a while. <laughs> But it was just because like I was I was at the point where I was working a lot. But sometimes like people don't realize when you model, they don't hand you a check at the end of the day. No. They, sometimes, you know, it's usually a couple months. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it could be up to like six months. I just had to have a conversation with my agent being like, hey, I need you to call. You know, I did this last October. I'm going to need you to call them. Yeah, like, it's been over on? a year. I'm going to need you to call them and please ask them to pay. Oh, but. Weird. But it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. So because of that, like even when I want so what happens is I quit my job when I, when work did start yeah. kind of picking up, yeah, I was like, yeah, this yeah. is good. I'm not going to bartend anymore. And then I realized, yeah, I used to have to wait like six months yeah. to get any of that money. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> keeping me still at my job right now. It's like, I it's need rough. That. It's really hard. It's really hard trying to like, cause I want to, I want to do this full time, but mm -hmm. I know that right now. I will not be able to do this full time. And you will be able to soon, soon. I think. Because we're soon. still getting into the point where the industry is still picking up. Like, I was thinking about it, and I was trying to realize, like, besides myself, I'm like, out of the big and tall guys, like, how many of us are doing this full time? Yeah. And I think there's, like, two of us that are, like, full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else is, like, although, except for Miguel. Miguel could totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, so, like, so like the, the guys who do it, I think, full time is me, um, Kelvin Davis, 
and I guess Miguel Perdomo, he could do it full time. He's yeah. different. He like has every opportunity yeah, to go full time, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he likes his job and he doesn't want to get rid of yeah. it. There's so many times I'll be on a, like, cause him and I shoot together often. We'll be on a shoot and Miguel will be like, man, I got to get out. I got to go to my shift right after this. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, he Why was talking about that too when we used to do a shoot for a good counsel. He was like, yeah, yeah I got to go to work. After yeah, like- he goes to work and it's always just like, but he likes, but you know, he's for one, he's a super hardworking guy and he's yeah. like, listen, I got a son and a wife. If I, you know, you know, he goes, this is great now, but it's a very, it's, it's a hard thing, especially with modeling. Cause you never know, you know, the phone's ringing now, but there's yeah. always that, is the phone ever going to ring again yeah. for me? If I go like two weeks without any like new job prospects, yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's over. Oh, I got to figure stuff out. <laughs> and then it's kind of like, I've been lucky that in good faith, it just kind of keeps moving forward. Yeah. But more and more brands are starting to do that because you don't just work with good counsel. You started working. No. You just did a shoot with Coles the other day. I did. I did a shoot with Coles, and I also uh, I worked with Target as well. Well, that's the thing. You and I met in person. We've yeah. known each other online. It's fun. Like this community <laughs> is very internet based. It is there because you know there's only a couple of us doing it, and we you know we live all over the country, and some live in other countries, and we kind of only get to know each other through the internet. Yeah. So. Um, I think we were, I was doing a shoot for Target and then for a casting, you and Alex Frankel walked in yeah. and I was just like, oh shit. Yeah. And I was like, holy And crap. the producer's like, you know these guys? And I was like, yeah, I know both of these guys. <laughs> and they're like, oh, how do I know? I'm like, well, I'm meeting them like now, but yeah. like, but we know each other from the internet yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Me, and, me and Alex were like super excited that we saw you. It was like, when we left. We just kept talking about you like, oh my god, I can't believe I just met Zach. Miller. What? This is crazy. This That's is crazy. crazy. That's weird for me to hear. Like, <laughs> every now and then people do that where they kind of think that they met a celebrity. And I'm like, you're you definitely didn't. a celebrity. I'm Especially, definitely not. Yeah, you are. Do you man. see where we're sitting right That's now? We're totally in an empty fine. room on a plastic That's table. That's totally fine. <laughs> to me, man, you are definitely a celebrity. I look up to you a lot. Oh, thank you. I do. I that tell means everybody. a lot. I want to be like you when I grow up. I tell everybody. Oh, that. well, you know, you are. So don't <laughs> worry. You're doing the same thing. You ain't got to worry about it whatsoever. But yeah, no, more bigger brands are starting to reach out because even because, you know, you did some work with Target and you worked with Kohl's yeah. and, you know, those aren't small stores. No, those, they're not. not those are all. like 1,200 yeah. stores in the thing. So what was it like? What was the first one? Was Target the first one? Like Target, after that casting? Yeah, Target was definitely the first one. Um, that was when I found out that I got booked for it I was ecstatic I was going nuts I got nervous I didn't know what I was going to do I hope I was going to do a great job was it e-com was it ads it was it was um I don't believe it was e-com I believe it was ads for a good fellow how many outfits did you wear? That's I the only way you did tell. one. Yeah, so that's ads. That's the way. I was like, did you do 80? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you did 80 of them, then it was e yeah. if, if you did one or two, that's the fun. It's a huge difference in like the shot count. Oh, yeah. Like on an ad thing, you'll do like, I mean, there are some people that do like 20 or yeah. something like that. But then I've done, you know, e-com shoots where we're doing like 100 plus. Yeah. And it's the worst. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. not the worst. It's good. I'm still just wearing clothes for a living. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, it's still good. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, no, Goodfellow is the brand that they kind of developed to be to like. So they, they've done a really good job. They replaced all their internal house brands yeah. with all these other ones yeah, like yeah. Goodfellow for men's and... 
I can't remember the ones for the women's because I'm not a lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have to. Um, but no, they have a bunch of stuff. So so you work with Goodfellow. That's good. Yeah, I've worked with Goodfellow. Um, Did you shoot with Tom? With Tom. I believe, I don't. See, that's what makes me a bad model when I can't remember names. Ooh, that's a big one. You got to yeah. do that. My thing is I always ask for, uh, I always make sure I have the call sheet yeah. every single time yeah. because I need to like, I'm really, really bad with names. Yeah. I am terrible with names. I am too. I'm good with faces, but names, no. I'll always recognize yeah. you and I'll know where we. I met you yeah. and I'll know what conversation you had and I'll be like, oh, how was your daughter's play? Like, <laughs> I, I remember all of that but stuff. But I don't know I your name. do not remember <laughs> your name and it's the worst. Oh, There's man. one of, actually, it's funny, one of Tom's assistants at Target I know him real well. I know he lives in Woodstock. I know he has a kid who just played Puck in, in um, Midsummer's Night's Dream, <laughs> like oh, the Shakespeare. And I was like, this is so cool. I know, but I'm, I, I could not <laughs> like for you tell me his name right now. Oh, man. But it's, yeah, I was, I, was, I was too nervous to actually remember anybody's name. I had the call sheet and everything. I was going over it, over and over it. Always save those. That's what I do is yeah. I'll like save the call sheets and yeah. be like, all right, who's this guy? Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I just, I just can't. Half the time you see me, like, with, with other people, like, when I'm on set, if I'm, like, looking at my phone, they're like, he's not texting. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, like, <laughs> trying to remember your name. I'm, like, <laughs> flipping through call sheets, looking on LinkedIn, <laughs> be like, who is this person? Because <laughs> I've called people that. by the wrong name, and it's the Ooh, worst. If I don't know your name, I'm definitely going to be like, hey, or, like, I'll come up to you and tap you. I do a lot of, hey, buddy. Hey, like, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. That works with everyone. It does. It, it does. really does. Um, so yeah, so working with that and then, yeah, you just went, what did you go to? Um, I went to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That's where they're cold. Yeah. Is. It was really cold. Oh yeah. Really cold. Oh. So actually when my agents, she's, um, she told me, she's like, oh yeah, we, uh, we just booked your flight. And I was like, oh, you booked my flight to where? She was like, are you going to, um, Milwaukee? And I was like, oh dope. She was like, really? Like, <laughs> I've never been to Milwaukee. I want to go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I've never been. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's what's fun about doing this job is we get to travel all these places yeah. that are like. That's random. what I'm trying to do. Yesterday, I was just in Florida for a, for like ten hours or something like that. Mm. <laughs> I got a, I got a thing like, okay, you're working tomorrow. I was like, okay, cool. And then like, here's your flight, and I was like, what? What do you mean flight? I thought I was just working tomorrow. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're, we're flying you to Florida, and you're coming back that same night. Oh, I was like, man. Oh. oh man, oh, it's That's a, what I'm trying to do. You'll get there, man. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's really hectic, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So when did you get signed? So you're with State Management. I am with State Management New York. Yes, I am. I actually got signed right after we did that. Uh, we are big. Uh, we are big and tall with the uh, recreation of the Calvin Klein ad. Oh, with um, like Darnell and yeah, all those guys. Darnell, yeah, Danny yeah, yeah. And everybody. Um, so when they uh, dropped the pictures, um, so my solo, my solo pick, which I'm in love with. I uh -huh. that's oh man, I've gotten uh, a DM from. Uh, one of the guys at state management. That's how it always happens. Yeah, and then she was like, "Listen, I really want to work with you. I think you have really great potential." Mm -hmm. And once again, skeptic. Totally. Um, so she's like, "Yeah, you should come down. Uh, we can have a discussion and everything." And I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go check that out." So emails exchanged. Yeah. Went in, and we talked, and it was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do this, and it happened. It happened like. Maybe a few days after it dropped. I don't even see dates with me. 
it's just, names, names dates, dates all those like things. all the important things just all like the real important right by. I know it, it's it's yeah, well you'll get better yeah I will. you're gonna have you're gonna have to <laughs> oh my god but, yeah but I mean that that experience was like really cool I was so excited when they took my headshot they had me walk and it was like this is this is what I'm this is what I'm meant to do yeah, like, no, like it's a weird, here. and it's it's cool to see the industry like writ large starting yeah. to kind of take advantage of that, and Definitely. like it's funny to see like you know because I signed with IMG, we have a couple guys there now, but then it's not just then. I know Bridge Models in the UK right after IMG did, Bridge Models started signing people, and then after that it was like Wilhelmina was like, ooh, I got to get on yeah. that. States grabbing some yeah. guys. It's really cool to see like yeah. them it's realize awesome. like, oh, this is a thing. This yeah. is a thing that people pay people. We are to do. out here, man. We are out here. Absolutely. Did um so you signed with states? So how long have you been with them now? I've been with them for about once again. Here we go, days about like. Seven, eight months. Now. Okay, that's good. So I'm, I mean, I'm still, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still fresh in the game. Yeah, you know, but they're they're doing what they what they're supposed to be doing, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So we can just. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is because you are you're kind of like, I see like what you're doing, and it reminds me so much of like my beginning kind of navigation yeah. upswing. So yeah. I was like, I thought it'd be really cool to kind of talk to like the other side of like, all right, he, this is a guy is coming up. He's going to be something great. And it's just funny. It's like reflective. I almost wanted to talk to you just so I could be like, I was like, what do you want to know? Just so I can like help speed <laughs> yeah. along this process. I know everything. Like, I, was like, everything. I was like, just so I can speed along this process for you. Yeah. Cause as you would imagine, and I'm sure you get it too. Anyone who's doing this professionally, um, we all get, you know, a thousand DMs a day yeah. <laughs> asking how they can become models. Yeah. And it's always interesting. The amount of guys who like reach out to me and they're like, Hey, can you hook me up with your agent? And I, I never respond uh, to the, I never respond to that. Yeah. I'll always respond. If anyone's like, do you want to, you know, can you give me some advice? Can you do that? I always yeah, tell definitely. them stuff, but anyone's like, Hey, can you hook me up with your agent? I always want to respond back to them. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> like I'm not, vouching for you absolutely you have a private account on instagram i can't even see what you look like i'm not just gonna be like gonna hook me up with your agent i know well that's another thing so like the amount of guys who reach out to us with private accounts that are like do you think i could be a model and i was like i can't look at your photos how do i know they're like oh you can you can request to follow me i'm not doing that i don't know who you are no way and that's what i tell them i was like i was like i'm not gonna do that so the people at casting agencies and modeling agencies are definitely not doing that i don't understand why people have private instagrams i I don't don't understand either well i don't know why you are on that application if you're keeping it private yeah i think that's just more for a a a gain in followers maybe i think it's just so they could look at other people's stuff and that they too. don't have to worry about them like, coming right back and like uh i don't know i've never understood that i mean my page was private when i first started yeah because i saw everybody else have a private page i was like let me let me jump on this train or whatever i think everyone didn't know what instagram was yet yeah so everyone's like let's yeah. uh it's kind of like facebook it's yeah. like let's let's keep it just so my friends can see exactly, it exactly exactly but i was like you know what you gotta get yourself out there. So, and Instagram's warped into something like completely different. Instagram essentially is your portfolio now. Even yes. though you'll have like like you know you have your a professional physical, portfolio yeah. that you have a physical one. You have your portfolio up on State's website. I have mine up on IMG's website. But people look at our Instagrams way more than they oh, look yeah. at those. Oh things. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
I think it's just the ease of it. You just they just whip out their phone and do it. Yeah. It's like I mean now mind you it'd be two more steps to do that for our actual portfolio, <laughs> but it's all about quickness. And yeah, they could do yeah. that in two finger taps. They oh, can yeah. find our Instagram. <laughs> oh man. So um yeah, you're just getting going. You don't know whether, you know, where when to jump off or yeah, anything like I that do not i mean because things are moving like i said before they're moving pretty slow mm-hmm. you know but hopefully they will kick up and then i'll i'll know when hopefully i'll know when um but if not i'll just continue to try to do both for the longest time that and I can. yeah well that's my first piece of advice is yeah. do do not give up a job no. until until no, no, until no. you you are like you'll know when to quit like your day job because you will not have the time or the ability to do your day job and that's how you know it's it that you're ready it's like you're like i don't i can't i can't do this like miguel specifically he i was like i was like you call out of work all the time i don't understand why you don't just leave that (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah um i definitely because i uh i had went to my agency the other day and i ran into one of my agents and she was like She's like, oh, where are you headed? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to head back to work. She's like, oh, we got to get rid of that for you. Yeah, like, that'd be nice. You do. Like, yeah, go right ahead, guys. Come yeah. on. You need to <laughs> step that up and get <laughs> it rid of it. Go. It's a cool, it's a weird experience, though, not having like a regular day. It's one of the reasons I do this podcast and mm. do stuff like that. It's because you still, modeling will always have a shitload of downtime. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you don't know what to do with yourself when you have downtime you go from being the craziest busy in the world to like having no downtime like today yesterday i was in florida i was working in new york the day before tomorrow i'm going to anguilla which is uh, which i'm bad i didn't even know that was a place until (laughs) i had to go there Um, which is really bad of me i know but i'm excited to see it and then i'm going back to new york then to miami then out to connecticut and it's like this week is absolutely nuts but you want to know what i did the two weeks before then fucking nothing nothing (laughs) just 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 like just sitting around hoping anyone would hire me for any job again it's a such a hectic like weird thing it's a great thing like you know no no whining on the yacht you're having a great time but it's like it's a little nerve-wracking when that downtime comes and it's like it's just flatlining yeah it's like it's yeah it's i get very discouraged i'm like oh man like something please and i'm just constantly checking my emails and all this i know your email becomes like a roulette oh, yeah. thing where you just keep refreshing the I'm email just, every 30 minutes i'm looking at my phone i'm just trying to like reload reload and it's like it doesn't want to connect i'm like what the hell what's going I know, on man i know oh man so yeah let's 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 get into like what, you know, what do you want to know? What, what do you think? Do you think there's anything like missing from your ability to go forward at the moment? Um, I'm not too sure on that. I mean, it's like, I just want to know, especially when the, uh, cause you know, when you have your, like your agents and they're looking mm-hmm. for jobs for you and everything like that, like when you have like the outside coming in, looking for work, you know, like, um, I have a couple brands that hit me up and it's like, listen, I really want to like work with you and yeah. things like that. And just like how to go about that. I know I'm like supposed to like loop my agents. Totally. In. No, like no, no. I have you to need definitely loop my so like in. I'm I'm you know I haven't read your contract obviously, but I'm yeah. assuming <laughs> I'm assuming you're exclusively yeah. booked with state yeah. at least for New York and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Um, because like a lot of agents do that where some of them are like with IMG I'm 
signed worldwide with IMG, okay. but I had to sign with specific offices. Okay. Like I, I like it wasn't so me signing to IMG New York, that was technically their jurisdiction. Yeah. Um but when I signed with them, I signed with IMG New York, I signed with LA, the LA office just opened, and mm. I signed with London and I signed with um uh Sydney in Australia. Wow. So it's kind of yeah. like that's the way you do it. So a lot of people, like a lot of models will have like 10 agents and yeah. people won't even realize it. Yeah. You like you look at their profile and they're like, "Oh, you're signed for different things to all these different yeah. agents." That's awesome. It's it's not. I would well, I mean like it's, it's <laughs> I mean it is. It's yeah. tough. Listen, it's getting the work. I always like better if you can get your home agent to do you know, 99% of everything, yeah. that's what you want to do. Yeah. Always loop them in because it'll make your job so much easier. Yeah. The thing is with agents is they're talking behind the scenes mm -hmm. so much that you have no idea. Nothing. You don't know. I'm like, they don't tell you 90% of what's going on just because they don't want to get your hopes up. They don't yeah. want to tell you. Yeah. I remember when, I, when we were really slow, when I first started off, my agent would loop me in on everything. Yeah. And then it really got to the point where that's like, yeah, you're up for this job. Oh, you didn't get it. Oh, you're up for this. Oh, yeah. you didn't get it. And it got to the point where it was like, okay, maybe we'll just <laughs> start telling me when I get stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, they're actually doing that to me too. Um, they're like, uh, I'm actually like, I'm up for Levi's. Great. So hopefully. Hell yeah, man. Out for that, you know, like that's, I, They've, they've sent me a lot of, uh, like, oh, yeah, like, you're on options for this and this and this. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't hear back. And it's just like, oh, man. Well, that's the thing. That's what you're on. You're on yeah. option. It, it, like, it never, they go they go a little bit all over the place. So for those listening, um, so an option is when, as a model, an option means they're holding that space of time. Yeah. And... It's kind of like they're just putting dibs on that time. Yeah. Because you can have a first option and second option. Second option is the guy is the guy going. All right. If the first option says no, then we want that option to do it. Yeah. Um, but it's what you're on at all times. Like you'll get to the point. I'm on option forever. Doesn't mean I'm working. It yeah. just means I'm always like there's always somebody holding that time yeah. just in case. And what's frustrating is you will lose a job for the most arbitrary thing. The amount of jobs I've lost because packages didn't show up is amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, no, that shirt didn't come in, so you're not getting this job today." That's actually happened to me in Fashion Nova. Oh yeah, I absolutely bet it has. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh man, you got to be kidding me, man! You have to be kidding." I know, me. and you always it's, the sample making process in modeling is the weirdest thing because I'm always they're always like, "Oh sorry, we just don't have samples," and I'm always just like, "Well, fucking." make one it's, it's <laughs> <Right>? like it's, <laughs> oh, man. So i don't know i don't get it it's like because they'll order samples from their oversight for the like usually it's the issue is it's their overseas manufacturer because yep. most of these guys manufacture overseas yep. because it's way way cheaper. cheaper and it's like one of those sad things in the fashion industry it's like i would love everyone wants to buy american-made products mm -hmm. But no one wants to spend the four hundred dollars it's going to cost for that right. American-made product, right? Because it's it's so expensive to have it made. And it's sad part is it's like yeah, it's really it's way that's eh, a weird sound. Um, <laughs> it's way cheaper to um, you know have products made when you don't pay people yeah. <laughs> a living yeah. wage to do them. I hear you. So they go overseas and they they do that and it's it's something that like in the industry we're trying to change mm -hmm. but also 
it's a tough thing to try to find out how to make it. The problem is a lot of people are like, okay, well, how do we compete with overseas um, prices? And a lot of people are like, oh, well, we automate. We go into thing. Amazon just filed a patent for a factory that nobody works at. They just filed a patent for a clothing factory that what happens is you would you would pick the clothes you want, you would order them, and as soon as you click order, a code goes to this machine and they start cutting your fabric out and they no sew way. it together and they spit it out and they hand it to you. No way. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's crazy. That's the future is we're all losing our jobs to robots. Oh yeah. They're yeah. taking it's starting. You see it at McDonald's, they have like the ready like the cell yeah, section. Which so I like so much better. It's so much easier. You don't know why it's because I can I don't know it's really bad i feel bad that the cashier's not taking my order but i can it's the customization thing yeah. where it's like i could also like browse yeah. I'll, I'll just like flip through that menu yeah. and be like i didn't know you guys have this <laughs> i'm gonna have this oh man and you gotta add like crazy stuff to it so yeah no it's really important for you and your agent to like always be on the same page yeah. i mean you obviously got to protect yourself and look out for your best interests of course but nothing will like tank your relationship with your agent quicker than like doing shit behind their back oh yeah and that is really so and what happens is a lot of a lot of times what i find is when brands reach out to me directly on like instagram or something like that and be like hey we like you we want to work with you in my instagram profile and on your Instagram profile, yeah. it says for bookings and inquiries, contact yep. this person. Yep. And if they're contacting you directly, it means they don't want to deal with your agent because mm. they don't want to pay you. Exactly. As always. And they want to try to finagle something where they give you some free clothes. And we've all done it. And free clothes are great. But you're trying to turn this into a career. Exactly. So I, I'm always very cautious. And what I'll do is I'll give them the benefit of a doubt. Like yeah. I'll be like, yeah, 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 that sounds good. This is my agent's. Yeah. Like, and then I'll refer to them, like, talk to them. Yeah. I'd love to work with you. It sounds great. Yeah. And then if they try to push past that and they're like, well, we want to just talk to you for now. I go, no, that yep. means yeah. that you're, you're being shady. Yeah. And there's a lot of shady people in this business. There, there is. And that's what it's trying to find out, like, who is and who isn't. But, I mean, I guess you can't really know until it's like, I don't know, it's like too late, maybe. Yeah. So. No. I mean, it's something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so always make sure you have a good relationship with your agent if you have one. And also, if you don't have one, then, because a lot of guys try to out, you know, they don't have agents. Yeah. It's kind of about like learning to just know your worth and know what you can do. Seriously. Because you need to like, it's, you got to uphold a certain standard. And what's great about having representation is they will do that for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to think about it and you don't have to like finagle it. Cause you want to work with, cause it's also exposure for you to work with different people. Yeah. You know, you want to do it, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough knowing the exact thing. Yeah. All right. Um, I had another question for you, but it was like on the tip of my tongue and it totally, Oh man. That happens to me a lot too. A lot of brain farts. A yeah, lot of brain farts. That's that. That'll that'll happen. Um, well, I'm trying to think. Some of the agents. Um, as far as like, what what is it like when you're actually on set? Like, so we all, none of us knew how to model before doing it yeah. because we weren't pursuing it. What was it like to start kind of like learning your moves and your angles and that, stuff? I mean, I've always thought that I knew how to model. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, well, take selfies here and there. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. But when you're taking a selfie and you're looking at yourself you know what you're doing. But if you have somebody else standing there with a camera mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, go ahead, do your thing. And it's like, uh, 
I don't know what I look like, so I don't know what exactly am I doing. Yeah. Um, so they'll just, I'll just try something and then they'll just like, now go ahead, put your arm behind here, put your hand in your pocket here, put us yeah. up here. So, I mean, I take a lot of that and then I just continue to bring that with me. So it's a little, yeah, most of them are really good about giving direction, yeah. but then some dudes are like, or some females also, you know, some photographers yeah. <laughs> are not good about giving direction whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always tell people, especially with that, about getting in comfortable in front of the camera always ask them if you can see the monitor if you can see yeah. the daily some people like do this whole thing where they don't want you to look at the monitor yeah and because they they're afraid that models will get like transfixed on like seeing their images uh -huh. and i mean maybe that happens to some people but for me it's the exact opposite i'm like i will not know what's happening unless yeah. i see it see, and if you show me the monitor i can make adjustments like in real time and we yeah. can get this done real quick yeah, otherwise it's, it's i have actually, no idea what's happening i've never known that i can actually ask them to see the monitor because i'm yeah. always like like when i would go on set i would just stay to myself really until i'm ready until they need me and then whatever they need me to do, then that's what I'll go ahead and do. Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, I never really thought about actually like, oh, can I see the monitor just so I can see what I'm looking like? I've never I've never thought about asking for that. Yeah. No, you, you can ask for all of that stuff. You can ask to see the monitor. You can ask to see the shots. It'll, it'll you know, kind of boost your own confidence being yeah. like, oh, I tried this. That didn't work. This did work. Yeah. So actually really good. All right, cool. Thanks. Zach. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, always ask to do that. <laughs> always try different things. You start, you kind of start to know, and that's the only way you also figure out what looks work and what don't, because, you know, you could try to practice in your mirror at home, but yeah. you can't look at yourself the whole time. Yeah. If, I mean, if you're using the mirror at home, it only looks like, you know, you're looking at yourself. So you exactly. need to see which angles work, which moves work. You know, you have your standard male model-y things mm. of like the uh you know you get your hand in pocket then you got your hand in back pocket and then you uh you do that thing yeah you do a little half step and you do the thing like oh my arm hurts let me rub it and then you're just like rubbing your hands together and like ah oh, it's cold and those are all my signature moves. and then you're like oh my neck hurts let me let just rub my back shoulder and you have all these like yeah that's another thing with male models is our we do not get nearly as adventurous as female no, models. I try to. I try to, but sometimes it fails. No, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You have to fail. You have yeah. to just go for it. Yeah. You have to just give it a shot. Where we, as an industry, since, you know, being in the big and tall industry, people still are like counting us out. Mm -hmm. If we aren't good, like it just kills the whole thing. Yeah. Because it's kind of like going into a room where. People who go in expecting us to suck, like expecting us to fail. Mm -hmm. So we're going in to just prove that that's not the case. We do know what we're doing. We can get this done and and just go for it. It's really important. Like I tell people, I was like, they're like, oh, I want to be a model. I was like, great. Do you have a friend who owns a camera? And they're like, yeah, that's good. Go take pictures. Just yeah. like you can't just be a model. You have yeah. to take the photos. I learned how to do it the way I do it because mm. I've literally taken taken millions of shots at this point. Yeah. I mean, you figure, you know, I'm doing, you know, we're doing whatever, but the amount of shot counts, you know, you're doing five, 600 frames a day yeah. easily, yeah. sometimes well over into the thousands yeah. of frames a day. So you just kind of get it from doing that. You have to, it's like practice makes perfect. I know that's the stupidest sentence <laughs> and people hate hearing that over and over again. But, it's but that's the, the thing is because yeah. people want it to just happen. They're yeah. just like, I just, especially modeling. They're like, I can just be a model. I can just start doing it. 
no. because I'm good looking. And you're like, well, kind of. I mean, you can get the opportunity to start, but yeah. now you have to learn how exactly. to actually do it and exactly. knock it down. Because, I mean, yeah, you can have a pretty face and everything like that, but, yeah, the actual work to do it, it's it's a little, it's it's challenging at first, you know, yeah. you gotta, but... Yeah, it's it's just it's a hot mess for me sometimes. No, it, 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 and that'll always be a hot mess <laughs> yeah. until you get better at it. And that's why yeah. you just keep keep working, keep pushing, keep chugging along. Um, it. It's also important to know your personal boundaries yeah. and whatnot. Um, for example, I know for me, posing shirtless was something I like did not want to do for a long time because yeah. I was like, I do it now, but I was like, for a long time, I was like, I'm just not ready. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. Yeah. You're not gonna get a good shot if I'm not comfortable. I don't want to do it. And then it took me like, I'd done it for like two or three years before I started like mm. finally posing shirtless just because I was like, I, okay, now I feel confident yeah. enough. And it took me three years of being a professional model to become confident enough to do that. And, but because of that, I think now I'm getting, you know, good shots. Now that I am doing like shirtless photos, I'm proud of them yeah. rather than, yeah. you know, just feeling weird about it. No, I hear you. I mean, I like with the the thing with the shirtless thing, because I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. um, with me personally taking a picture of myself, I can totally be shirtless. Yeah. Somebody else takes a picture of me and it's like, mm. well, it's giving up the control of it. Yeah. You're giving up the control that for one you know, I'll take a shirtless photo of myself, and if it doesn't look good, I'm not going to post it. Exactly. When a photographer's taken, they they can choose any frame they yeah. want to do. So it's it's learning about like how to trust that the photographer wants to do a good job. Yeah. Um, but also it is is that I think it's because it becomes when you start letting other people take photos of you, whether you're doing shirtless or nudes or whatever, and it's another person is taking it. Yeah. It's that complete relinquish of control yeah. that makes us all feel super weird oh, and yeah. super nervous. Oh, yeah. But um, that's kind of what comes with the being confident in yourself. You have to bring, that's why I recommend, I'm like, don't jump into that. You're going to feel weird. You're going to look weird. You need to like build your own confidence up so that by the time a photographer is doing it, yeah, it's still going to be scary and yeah. weird, but you're confident enough in who you are and yeah. what you look like. Yeah that you feel better. Also, I recommend, which is weird and, and you've done it. So it actually works out when you were mentioning like taking shirtless photos of like yourself and yeah. whatnot. It's almost better to put out those selfies first because then like the world and the Instagram, they've already seen it yeah. and they saw something you curated yeah. and was under control. And then you can be like, okay, now I'm going to yeah. let other people do it. Cause yeah. now like the big reveal is out there. It's kind of like, who uh, Sia did this where she, someone tried to blackmail Sia. Mm -hmm. They're like, we have a bunch of nudes of you and we're going to blackmail you and you need to pay us so and so money or we're going to leak all these nude photos of you. No so way. her response was to just go to on Instagram and go to her followers like, hey, guys, um, this guy has nudes of me. He wanted to blackmail me. So here they are. <laughs> she just posted all of them herself Holy like bro. a badass. Why did I miss that? I don't know how you missed that. But that's exactly what it is, is you just kind of have to, like, it, it's important to make sure, like, especially when you're modeling, because what you you are giving up your body yeah. to somebody else is what's happening. It's important to keep at least mental control over what's happening. Yeah, and kind of, like, and, and always understand that it's your decision when you do certain things. Yeah, of course. And 
that will make it it's because you modeling is about confidence and it, and you need to feel safe in order to do it nothing ruins a shoot more than feeling unsafe oh, and yeah. feeling like people aren't on the same team and feeling like the people you're shooting for aren't looking out for you yeah so it's kind of important to Keep an eye out for that and kind of safeguard yourself first before. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, all the shoots that I've had, they actually made me feel like like I'm actually doing. And that's the thing. Job. Most of them, ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. you're gonna have crews that are awesome yeah. and make you feel great and make because they understand because they're professionals too yeah. that the better you feel, the better pictures are gonna get. Yep. But every now and then, you get a jerk that's yeah. being weird and wanting to do weird stuff. I've had them. <laughs> I've had photographers where I was like, I do not want to work with this guy again. Yeah. Yeah. he's a dick <laughs> like, he's being mean but you know it comes comes little by little yeah but you'll get it i mean yeah. and you are getting it and that's the thing is like um, the reason i'm having you on the show is because you're doing it it's yeah, not like man, you're, I am, you're I am. not some you're not some chump just like just <laughs> sitting there dreaming like yeah. you're signed you're working with major brands yeah. you're doing that you're up mm. and coming and and you're doing you're doing everything I did when, like, you know, yeah. two years ago. So you're getting, you're, you're. This is the start of the upswing, yeah. and it's not gonna go down. So don't worry about it. No, I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep a positive vibe. About and it. I always have to like remind myself of that too, because I'm always nervous that like, oh, this is all gonna go away. Even now, I still yeah. am just like, well, my career's over. <laughs> and then I'm just like, no, it's not, it's Zach. Not over Shut Zach. up. But you, you kind of feel like it yeah. all the time. It's important. People don't realize how much of a mental drain this this business is. It definitely is. Because it's a business where we are just being judged mm -hmm. on what we who we are and what we look like physically yep. at all times. Yep. Um, and especially since now models, we've also kind of warped into this like social media influencer thing yeah. too. Yeah. It's like we also have to let people in on our personal life yeah. at all times, which is the thing uh, I'm not good at. Yeah. I've gotten better, but I'm like, it's 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 hard. It's hard to just be on all the time. And as a model and a person, you kinda have to you kinda have to find the balance between what is you being on quotation yeah. fingers. Um <laughs> and being authentic and you kind of have to learn how to blend the two yeah. together we're still in a way very presentational because yeah. that's what our career is is yeah. we're presenting ourselves exactly. to people um but it's nothing if you're not being authentically who you are yeah. during the whole time exactly i know exactly how that is um especially with my instagram like i try to um get out there and try to like post some pictures and it's just because so, I haven't been getting a lot of work lately. Mm -hmm. um, so, it's also a slow time. Yeah, I, like as I said, I hadn't been getting anything yeah, for a bit. Yeah, it's very slow time. So it's like I'm just like posting selfies here and there. It's like they would rather see my more professional pictures and everything. So it's like my Instagram starts to slow down a little bit. But as soon as I get something, like I'll post it and it'll just, yeah. you know. So it's like trying to find that balance of like pleasing them 
and also pleasing myself at the same time. I don't know. It's really, it's... Well, no, no. You hit the nail on the head. That's yeah. exactly what you have to find out to yeah. do. One of the reasons I have a hard time doing social media is I feel disingenuous a lot of the times I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, I'll always do good. Like, I posted a lot yesterday because I was off on a shoot. Yeah, and I was having course. a fun time, so I'll of do course. stories and whatnot. But the days where it's like, oh, Zach, you haven't posted in a long time. I'm like, do they want to see me sitting in a recliner exactly. playing Xbox? Because that's yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all that was happening. <laughs> And yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a tough balance, but it's exactly, you kind of have to learn how to please your followers and your audience because yeah. you, it's so important that we do grow a social media following yeah. doing this job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But at the same time, if you don't feel good about it, it'll ruin you. Think about every, any celebrity, sad, tragic story you've ever seen mm-hmm. all involved people who couldn't turn it off didn't know how to stop giving it to the audience chris farley um before he you know committed suicide and or he um did he overdose i actually don't remember which one he either but uh, that's so bad yeah but anyway chris farley's tragic death regardless was because he couldn't shut off he would like go to parties and do pratfalls onto the ground and like and he couldn't be himself he had to be who his character character was was. and i and and that's what we kind of it. A lot of um, celebrities deal with severe depression because of that. Cause yeah. they feel like I have to be this thing yeah. all the time. That's what they're all looking for. And it's, yeah, it's definitely a hard time trying to like turn it off and just, cause I want to, I want to just live my life and still be happy. I can post whatever I want to post, you know, yeah. but then like, if I do that, then it's like, I feel like, Oh, it's not model related. So it's like, but it's important that but, but you are more than a, like, yeah, you model, but yeah. you're more than a model. So it's important to know that your social media is, yeah. has to be representative of who you are. Yeah. Some people I like, I have a, I have a different feeling on social media than other people. Other ones like, no, it has to be related to the brand, mm-hmm. like your personal brand. You yeah. have to curate it. But to me, I'm like, yeah, but your personal, personal brand is who you yeah. are. Yeah. So like I shouldn't, and I've noticed, it's funny, like, I'll do something, like, if I post anything, like, nerdy, I'll yeah. lose, like, 300 followers. Oh, like, immediately man. it just oh, drops. Man, I know that and I'll feeling. just be like, what? Like, <laughs> this is who I am. And they're like, I don't like Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Fucking do it. I don't know what to tell you. You don't have to hate me because oh, I like man. Dragon Ball yeah, Z seriously, or something. Like, I'll post something and it's all of a sudden, like, boom, I'll just lose, like, 20 here, 30 there, 40 here. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going no, on? It, like, it, it happens. Like I lose hundreds at a time sometimes. The other thing scary, is so. like my big thing is I lose fo- I, I lose followers every time I post a picture of my wife. I lose a ton of followers yeah. like clockwork every time. Oh, yeah. And it makes me mad because I'm kind of like I'm not, for one, if you've followed me on social media at all, I'm not shy about the fact that I'm yeah. married and have a of wife course. who I love. <laughs> like course, she's very much active in everything. <laughs> it's not like she's not there and it's kind of like, Oh, well that's not what this is for. This is for, you know, you shouldn't be promoting your personal life. And I'm like, I'm gonna, and you know, I don't know what I'm going to show you pictures of my dog. You have no yeah. problem seeing pictures of my dog, yeah. but apparently, and you know, when I have a kid one day, you're going to see pictures of my kid because this is my life. Exactly. And it's like, that's when you start to find like your followers become more, genuine mm-hmm. like there's a big difference between genuine followers and like your superficial followers yeah. there are people who just literally like the way you look yeah and then there are the followers that like you yeah and that's what it's and it's you, you can't be uh brought down by losing a couple of your superficial yeah. followers because 
then what happens go back through your comments and look at the people cheering exactly. you on and exactly. look at the people that do care yeah. that took time to write something to you absolutely. and make you feel better absolutely and that's exactly what i do yeah it's all a mind game like modeling is, is more mental than anything is, else man it is it's super mental but you're killing it man you're doing a great job Thank you. I really and and that. i mean think about it in a year you started working you know you went from good counsel and you're working for target and kohl's you're up for a levi's thing like it's it, the trick is just be patient and stay the course is really the big thing. And I have all the patience in the world. Good. I'm glad you do. Cause you, <laughs> we're all going to need it. I'm still oh, yeah. trying to have, a, I'm still having a hard time being patient, oh, yeah. but Eric, it's so great to talk to you, man. It was a pleasure, Zach. I had this was, time. this was a lot of fun. Everyone please follow Eric Anderson on all his yes. social medias. Yes, yes, his yes. Uh, Instagram is hashtag, but okay. You yeah. Spell the word. Hashtag. So yeah, you have to spell the word <laughs> hashtag underscore cool kid. Um, that's going to be on my Instagram, uh, Eric Anderson on Facebook. You'll be able to find me there. That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snapchat is a uh, personal underscore Teddy. Oh, I got to get, yeah, I got to yeah, get so better. Definitely, I got to do Snapchat. Snapchat I didn't, is, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a lot, man. <laughs> it is it, a lot. A, my thing is I'm like, I can't keep up with Instagram stories. I'm not throwing oh, up man. Snapchat. I got to yeah, get better true. at that's it. That's very true. But I mean. But yeah, guys, go ahead and make sure you follow me. But follow him. Yeah, Yeah. follow Eric on Snapchat. Yeah, follow me on Snapchat. But Instagram, definitely. Hashtag underscore. I don't know if I have a Snapchat. I started one and then I deleted it. But I don't know if that deletes my profile. I might still have one. If you deleted the app, you still have the account. That's good to know. Yeah. Maybe I'll start up one day. Probably not, though. (laughs) Um, But yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Eric, it was a pleasure. I can't wait to see you keep growing and keep killing it. That's right. That's right. And let's keep going. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. right. It was a pleasure. Later, brother. Bye. Awesome. Keep your eyes peeled, everybody, for Eric Anderson. And thank you guys for listening every week. We're going to see you next week. In the meantime, follow us on all the social medias, at Zach Miko and at Facebook.com slash BigThingsPod and our website, BigThingsPod.com. You guys know the spiel by now. Thank you guys for listening each and every week. I love you so deeply. And until next week, remember to go out into the world and do big things. (laughs) 